What is up, Knicks Nation? It is Anthony. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. We are back. We took some time off. It has been about a month, Chris, since we've been on here, but we're recording a podcast for you guys, another podcast, because training camp is coming very quickly, man. In about a week and a half, we have media day, training camp, and then the season is rolling. The summer flew by so quickly. Can't believe it's already here, but Chris, man, what's going on? How was your time off? How was your month off? Flew by, bro. Yeah, like you said, it flew by way too fast. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's nice having some downtime, you know, just kind of enjoying the the seasons. Um, How about you, man? How did things go for you? I enjoyed it too. Um, You know, if you're new here, we were just hammering out content on the Knicks Nation page, the YouTube channel, the the uh, the podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to all platforms. We're going to keep hammering out content throughout the season. But it's good to take a nice little mental break every now and then. But, hey, man, we're back. Training camp notes. We have some training camp notes. And, you know, I guess we can start off with, you know, FIBA ended. The USA, we didn't even... We didn't even get the bronze medal in that. Uh, Canada got the bronze medal. USA was disappointing. Uh, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart were obviously in that, along with R.J. Barrett. And I was thinking about this, you know, when the tournament started. Like, will the playing time for Brunson and Josh Hart and R.J. Barrett, do you think that will affect them come the regular season, the beginning of the season? you think they'll have tire legs come, you know, December October, November. Oh man, I, I hope I hope not. But you know, this is these are players that are used to playing for Tibbs, who's basically going to run them, you know, as many minutes as he possibly can, unless it's some sort of blowout game. But um, you know, I'm just happy that you know FIBA happened. You know, the Knicks Knicks players got their chance to play in it, get get that experience, and most importantly, came out of it healthy. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important part. We wanted our guys to come out healthy. Obviously, Brunson and Hart, all good. Um, R.J. Barrett's all good. Congrats to R.J. Barrett for getting that bronze medal for sure. But I, you know, I think I read a quote somewhere that, you know, when come like December, that's when these guys really start to feel these heavy legs because they've been playing basketball pretty much, not the whole summer, but, you know, for quite a bit. And they're playing, you know, heavy competition over there in FIBA. So we'll see how that affects Brunson, Hart, or RJ, especially Brunson and RJ, considering that they're, you know, going to start for us. And obviously we'll have Hart coming off the bench. If you would like Hart coming off the bench, we can touch on the uh, training camp, which I think should be an open competition for shooting guard. Um, But I do think that Quentin Grimes will, you know, sustain that job, keep that job. Um, and I shouldn't say I want it to be an open competition, but, you know, we got guys now, you know, clamoring for that shooting guard position, Chris, you know, yeah. um, Grimes, we have quickly, you want quickly to start and then we have hard and then now we have, uh, Dante DiVincenzo. So it should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of guys right there trying to compete for a spot, you know, 
specifically the starting spot. You know, I kind of think an open competition would be great, you know, push push these guys to compete. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's a real lock for Quentin Grimes to be in the starting unit. You know, they they brought in Dante DiVincenzo, and I think that's for a reason. I think I think he probably has the nod right now for starter, but Dante, I don't know. I could, I, yeah, I think so. Really? Why sign him if you're not going to? Right? Yeah, I I I see that angle of it, but then again, I see the angle of you know give Quentin Grimes another year shooting guard starting starting guard and alongside Jalen Brunson he took strides last year um obviously it was a it was a great year for him um in terms of shooting the rock he shot close to 40 percent obviously playoffs not so much but uh that's interesting so you think you think Dante would get that starting nod you know it's going to be interesting what Tom Thibodeau like if if these if the, one of the reporters just go, just ask him straight up, like, is it the starting shooting guard at open competition? Because remember last year we were clamoring for Grimes to start and Fournier was the guy coming out of training camp because of his, you know, contract and pedigree. And, you know, the, uh, it's going to be interesting to see in a couple of weeks if that is the case. I mean, because, you know, they bring in Dante DiVincenzo, sign him to a big contract. $50 million, not a big contract, but you, you get my gist. And then you re-sign, you extend, excuse me, Josh Hart to a massive, con- not not a massive contract, but a big enough contract that, you know, yeah. these guys can start, man. These guys can start. Yeah, just, just a lot of options there. And, I mean, look, it's a good problem, in my opinion, to have. But when you're trying to figure out who's going to start, who's going to come off the bench, that's, that's where it gets cr- tricky, especially – you know, with Tibbs and how he runs the ship, but don't get me wrong. I would, I want Quentin Grimes to get all the time he possibly can, especially in that starting unit. Cause I personally believe he's going to take a leap and he's capable of taking a big leap. Um, there's just a lot of talent there to kind of unlock with Quentin Grimes. And as long as he stays healthy, I think, you know, better if he's in the starting unit, but even off the bench, I think he's going to, you know, take a leap for us this coming season i agree i do think that he has more in the tank man don't forget he's super young he's yeah. part of our youth and him alongside quickly i think quickly even has some some room to grow as well but it's going to be interesting because i do believe that quickly's usage is going to go down now that you bring in dante di vincenzo and you have that competition with quickly with heart all these guys are coming off the bench and we can talk on the quickly contract that hasn't been signed yet we're recording this on wednesday september 20th at 10 21 p.m so no quickly contract extension yet it's expected to happen but until that pen is signed on that dotted line chris yeah i don't know um it's getting close to training camp rj barrett signed pretty late last last year as well obviously we had the uh, the uh the, the rumors with him swirling around and, you know, Knicks backed out of the trade. Then they re, then they extended R.J. Barrett. So could happen in the next week. But, you know, it's 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 cutting it close, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I actually thought the quickly deal, you know, the extension would be done by now. Um, <laughs> I kept saying, like, you know, this is somebody you have to lock up. And in my opinion, I still feel that way. You know, I still yeah. feel quickly has so much more to to grow as a player i mean his transformation just on the defensive end itself is like a testament to the hard work he puts in and the untapped potential he has 
offensively going forward. I mean, we haven't even seen Emmanuel quickly, you know, take a big leap offensively yet. Um, and if his defense could take strides the way it did recently, you know, I think sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, I know he's undersized and all that, but I just think, I, I, again, I'll say it again. I think he has star potential, you know? Now, I do think that he has star potential as well, but how how does it transpire, man? Especially with all these the guards that the Knicks have, you're bringing in Dante DiVincenzo now, and, you know, the, the minutes will come. Obviously, quickly, we'll probably sustain his same minutes that he played last season. But, you know, I, I, I'm just hoping that they don't go down, right? I'm just hoping that, you know, he still has the opportunities that he was given last year. Because given the opportunities, especially when Jalen Brunson went down, Chris quickly was inserted into that starting lineup. Knicks didn't, you know, miss a beat, man. Quickly's numbers as a starter. They're over 20 points a game. I think he's averaging six or seven assists per game. And this is not like a – it's a small sample size, but it's a pretty – I think it's about 15 games that he has under his belt as a starter. He could start. Yeah. <laughs> he could start for sure. But him alongside Brunson, uh, undersized. It's just – I don't think it's going to happen, especially when you have Josh Hart, Quinn Grimes, and now Dante DiVincenzo in the mix. I don't see quickly starting, but – yeah, still no quickly contract. Um, you know, the Knicks did re-sign. So they bring in Ryan. They bring in another Villanova cat. Uh, so you have Jalen Brunson, Ryan, Josh Hart, and Dante DiVincenzo. That's four Villanova cats on the New York Knicks. Now you're saying to yourself, wow, that's great, right? You're bringing in guys that form chemistry. Ryan's never going to probably play, hopefully. and He's, he's probably just... There was a report that Tom Thibodeau thought that his professionalism coming in um, on the bench at the end of the bench, you know, in practice, behind the scenes, it was great and all that. That's why Ryan resigned with the Knicks. But my whole question for you, Chris, is do you view this as some type of I wouldn't say problem, but do you view this as like if you're R.J. Barrett, if you're Julius Randle? If you're in the locker room, if or if you're just, you know, chilling in your house and you see the New York, New York Knicks signing all these Villanova guys, what are you saying? What are you saying to yourself, right? Obviously, we have the Julius Randle news that he just switched agencies, CAA to WME. Could be a story, could be nothing. But you're yeah. seeing these Villanova guys coming in, and what are you saying to yourself? Am I just, you know, making this a bit big enough deal, which it shouldn't be? Like, or... <laughs> Is this like kind of an issue? I don't know. I mean, it can go both ways, right? If you, if you really think about it, like you said, it could be, oh, you know, you're bringing in, you know, guys that have a certain pedigree, you know, from Villanova. They play hard. You know, they're they're tough. They have a tough men mentality. They're dogs, you know, yeah. whatever you want to say. But, um, you know, and you'd hope that those qualities rub off on the rest of the guys, right? The rest of the guys are hard workers. They'll come in. They'll you know ball out. They'll play with 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 uh, ten, you know intensity. Mm -hmm. You know that's what you that's what you hope for, in my opinion. But all great. Then there's the all great. There's all the then the, there's the flip side, right? What if this is like the secret, you know, Nova Knicks click, and you know maybe they're just keeping certain things to themselves and just you know inside jokes, things like that, you know. 
will there be chemistry problems? You know, will some players feel a certain type of way? I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic to think about. I really never thought about it from that perspective. I always took it as, you know, oh, man, you know, you got Josh Hart, somebody who plays, you know, gives their all. Obviously, we know what Brunson brings to the table. The positives, what you want to look at. You think about it from the positive sense. Exactly. But then when you when you think about it, it's like, you know, maybe some of these players are like, yo, you know, maybe RJ's like, what's up with these Nova guys? Yo, why can't we get more Duke? guy in here you know (laughs) um it's interesting to think about but um i never really gave it much thought to be honest yeah i know i you know it could just be my crazy mind just you know trying to make a big deal out of nothing but (laughs) you know it could be a ploy for jay wright to you know be the head coach of the new york knicks next year i've actually heard that (laughs) i've actually i mean i don't think i'd be upset at that and then you obviously have Josh Hart trolling on Twitter for uh, Mikhail Bridges. Oh, I got to talk to you for a second. Hit my phone. <laughs> it could be just a nothing burger. But uh, all I'm saying is, like you said, you look, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle. What what the Knicks are making clear to us is that this is Jalen Brunson's team. Yes. You know? they're, yes. They're, this is Jalen Brunson's ship. And we're going to go down with Jalen Brunson because they're signing guys that he's comfortable with. They're signing his his boys, Ryan is his boy. They're bringing in Josh Hart, his boy. Dante DiVincenzo, his boy. This is his team. And I mean, Julius Randle. Can we get Bridges, too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't see that happening, but I'm I just. Be mad. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad either, but I'm. you get what I'm saying? Like, this is his team, man. This is, this is not Randle's team. This is not R.J. Barrett's team. As it yeah. should be, right? I have no problem with the Knicks committing to Jalen Brunson what he has done for us in the past year in the playoffs great we've missed this for years and you know Leon Rose and them great on you for making this Jalen Brunson's team I have no issue with that but all I'm saying is these other guys like if they don't pay quickly hey now you know that can cause some some uh, not some turmoil turmoil but I'm just saying like some questions right yeah I mean it's almost similar to the whole, you know, Knicks and CAA type of deal where, you know, supposedly the Knicks only signed CAA type, you know, CAA players, you know. Which is false, but. Yeah, yeah it is false. But, like, yeah. you know, you could kind of, you know, compare those two situations right there. Um, but like you said, this is Jalen Brunson's team now. Um, and you probably never hear Jalen Brunson say this is my team or anything like that. No, you he's he's, he's going to defer because he's a professional and. Super humble. Yeah, exactly. And, again, even more reasons why it should be Jalen Brunson's team no matter what. Yeah. Um, And that's not a slight against Julius because, look, let's be real. Um, You know, did the Knicks pay Julius Randle a hefty sum for him to come here? Yes. But Julius Randle still came here, did what he did, and kind of, you know, put us back in the proper trajectory after some bumpy seasons here and there. But, you know, yeah, Julius Randle was still a big part of this team. Um, and him switching agencies, you know, could what that be about that? tied into this whole CAA Nova Knicks type thing? Who knows, right? Um, but like you said, that could be a whole lot of nothing. It could be something. Is he not happy? Because maybe he realizes it's Jalen Brunson's team now. <laughs> What do you think um, about that? I don't know. I mean, I, I when I heard it come through, I didn't 
again, not something that yeah. I was like, oh, all right, whatever. You know, he maybe he didn't like the way yeah, that they were yeah, representing yeah. him or something. You know, maybe he just wanted a fresh start with another group. But I mean, there's been a lot of rumblings, right? That the Knicks are gonna make a big move. The Knicks are gonna trade. The Knicks are, you know, trying to get a superstar. And you gotta figure. I mean, if they're not trading someone like R.J. Barrett. Most likely, a Julius Randle would be in some type of package, right? Maybe is Randle feeling a certain type of way? He's like, you know what? Let me get an outside group. Yeah. Kind of take it out of the hands of CAA in case something were to go down. You know, maybe that's his way of uh, protecting himself in case there is a trade or something in the works. And he's just out of the loop because, you know, CAA maybe has closer ties. Well, we know they have ties to the Knicks, but. You know, maybe they're keeping him in the dark on some things. And again, this is all speculation on my part. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, what I thought about was first, um, he obviously made all, all NBA, right? Um, yeah. This was his second time making all NBA, correct? Right. So there's no discounts anymore with Julius Randle. He switched to his, this other agency. He was in CAA. He's not giving you that CAA discount anymore. That's yep. the first thing I thought of was the money because he's going to want this extension. And if you make all the NBA, you get a you get a good extension. You know, not the Supermax, but he made the third team, so he's not going to get the full Supermax. But he's going to get, a, you know, when his time is, is up, he can get – he's eligible for a large extension. And him switching, look, if a trade would – be in the works i'm sure 50 percent of knicks fans will be for it 50 percent of knicks fans wouldn't be for it look yeah. julius Randle was polarizing just like carmelo anthony was polarizing when he was here and you know whether you believe that um he was hampered in the playoffs because of an ankle injury do got surgery in the summer man i mean come yeah. on but yeah. yeah man it's interesting man i mean the dominoes just falling with the julius Randle switching agencies right before training camp <laughs> then you know, I don't know, man. Then then Emmanuel quickly was seen working with Julius Randle actually a couple of weeks ago, and he was working mm -hmm. with Josh Hart too. So that's not to make it a big deal out of that, but you know, <laughs> it's just it's it's interesting, man. I mean, you know, there was a report. What was interesting, what what um what I'm trying to say is there was a report that came out before that there was a sleeper team for Damian Lillard. Yes. And then the report came out that Julius Randle switched agencies. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people on Twitter were put, putting two and two together. They were like, hmm, now why would that be? And I don't know. Do you think the Knicks are the sleeper team for Damian Lillard? Like, I don't know. Like, he's Damian Lillard is still a Portland Trailblazer. He's still not. He still hasn't been traded. And look, the Knicks were hot and heavy for Donovan Mitchell. Same size for Damian Lillard. They were hot and heavy for Donovan Mitchell to pair with Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Remember I brought this up last month. I was like, if they were hot and heavy for Donovan Mitchell, why wouldn't they be hot and heavy for Damian Lillard? Now, I get it. The age, you know, yeah. the, the injury history. I get it. But are the Knicks that mystery team, Chris? Oh, man. <laughs> um, Who knows, right? I mean... It, it kind of came out of the blue, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't think it would be, you know, I know, again, we all know Dame wants to go to Miami. That's that's his power play. 
regardless, he's I know he's saying he wants to show he's going to show up at Portland and all that. But man, is that going to be awkward as hell if that were to. Yeah. I mean, right now it seems like it's going to be the case. But, you know, when I first saw mystery Eastern Conference team making a bid for Lillard, you know, my first thought was. All right, this is definitely Portland throwing this out there just to see, you know, put pressure on yeah. the Heat to kind of make a better offer or something like that. Because the report, sorry to cut you off, but the report now is that the Heat are not backing down from their offer. Portland wants more. The Miami Heat are saying, go get more because we know you can't get more. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. So, when it comes, you know what? I commend Portland because they're like, you know what? We're not going to get screwed. We're not just going to trade you for a bag of chips just because you want to go. I mean, thank you for all you've done, but no, we're not letting you go for nothing. I, I commend the Portland Trailblazers for that. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, Dame's Dame's been basically said, I'll play only for Miami Heat and Portland now. So that that's what I thought initially. I mean, I just hate to think that you know i'm surprised it didn't say like the new york knicks are interested in dame flat out because don't you think that would have came out already from somebody exactly the knicks are interested there was a report that dame said that he'll even if he got traded other to another team other than miami he would request a trade to miami again right right yeah so that's what i was gonna come that was i was gonna get to basically like i think it's too much of a risk where he's clearly made up his mind that he wants to be in miami and do you really want to give up assets and, you know, young players, picks, you know, the whole shebang for a player who, Would you know, Dame make us a championship contender with Brunson, with Julius Randle, with R.J. Barrett? Because I'm not sure if they would give up an R.J. Barrett, but I think they might have to. But uh, I think... I don't think so. The reason I don't think so is simply because you got to give away so much to get him in there. Yeah, you know? but Miami's not giving away that much. I don't well, think I don't think you would have to give away that much. I think they want picks and they want like one or two young guys. So if it's like a Grimes, Grimes and Grimes and like I don't know man. someone else, and that then a, a, me actually think that a couple of picks. <laughs> You know, I'm not saying this. Look, we're just throwing stuff at the no, wall yeah, here. I mean, it's probably not going to happen. Right. Yeah. But I mean, they're not. Look, Miami's not offering the world. They're That's true. They, they had Hero and what? Uh, I if think you, they were saying Bam at one point, but that's not yeah, happening. That's not, they don't want to get rid of Bam. Look, if you're the next, if you want to get Dame, you're trying to win a championship now. Um, you know, his window is probably a couple of years more, maybe three, three more years. You know, so I don't I don't know. I don't know. There was there was also a report. I mean, and it, let's just close out on this damn thing. I mean, I don't I honestly don't know, man. It's September 20th. These look the ne- in the next few days it can go down, man. You know, yeah. this these things can happen quickly right before training camp. Do the Portland Trailblazers really want to bring back Damon Lillard? Dame said he would go back, but I don't know if that's possible. Are the Knicks the mystery yeah. team? It was, it was just interesting. <laughs> circling back to Julius Randle, switching agencies, and then then um, somebody said there's a mystery Eastern Conference team in the sweepstakes for Damian Lillard. But I don't know because Julius Randle was is thought highly in the front office by Leon Rose and everybody. So yeah, I mean, him, I would, I don't know. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think um, 
you know, I think if you if you're training for a, a Dame Lillard, you'd want to keep a guy like Julius. You know, you want to have a Brunson, Julius, and Lillard type of you yeah. know core, in yeah. my opinion. And if if like you said, we only have to give away maybe one or two young guys, you know, and obviously we have picks for days. Um, you know, that's kind of intriguing. I mean, if we were able to keep the majority of our young guys, we're a contender. I, we're yeah, a contender. for sure. I mean, Lillard himself yeah. has proven, you know, it's not like he's washed or anything. He's he's yeah, he's getting up there in age, but he can still win you a game single handedly. Listen, <laughs> before he got hurt last season, Damian Lillard was the MVP of the league. Yeah. He was, you know. Yeah. Why do you think the Knicks are, you know, compiling these guards, man? DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, they're giving themselves an out from, you know, Quickly or Grimes right. to, to ship these guys off. You know, that's why they're they, – the, the, the uh, Quickly extension, you know, they have to ask themselves, is it is, – is Quickly uh, a, a better trade piece with that contract attached to him or is Quickly a better trade piece with another year left, restricted free agency next year? And you know, let's say you resign, you you extend quickly to a hundred million dollars, what which is reportedly what he's asking for. What if another? What if he takes a step back next season? Then another team's like, hey, you sign him to that contract. I don't like that contract. So, look, I was, we're just spitballing here. The Knicks can just keep him, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, is yeah. he is he better suited to just? Are the Knicks better suited to just? kick that contract down the road and let them go into restricted free agency and just keep their options open. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the question here. I mean, you know how I feel. Cause is he going to lock him up? Is he going to start? Yeah, exactly. Like you said, you know, there's, there's a lot of variables that go into it. Yeah. And it's simply, it's not, it's not, you know, cut and dry type of deal, but, um, I mean, I'm I'm actually intrigued, man. I mean, if if who knows if it, if the Knicks are actually, you know, I'm sure the Knicks did their due diligence on Dame, whether they're this mystery team, whether they, whether there actually is a mystery team, that's a whole other thing. But you know, yeah, Knicks would definitely be a contender with Dame on this team, and you know, as far as quickly goes, I I have a case for him going into you know restricted free agency and then not because. Yeah. So likewise, man. Likewise. I feel like the Knicks just when it comes to restricted free agency, you know, it never goes well. <laughs> the last one that I can think of was Jerry Millen, and then the Rockets back backloaded yeah. that contract, and then the Knicks were like, "No, thank you," and they let him, they let him go. Yeah, that was the last yeah. one. And in, in in hindsight, that was probably uh not too bad for us, but at the moment, you know, it sucked because Jerry Millen, you know came on the scene with a bang and we thought we finally had our point guard of the future basically so <laughs> i know that was yeah that was something but you know circling back to quickly it's you know we touched on this during the last podcast you essentially would have so much money coming in off the bench yeah. josh Hart just got his massive extension 90 plus million dollars steven chenzo you know not a big contract 50 million dollars then quickly if he were to get 90 to 100 million dollars all coming in off the bench not that that matters like i i honestly don't think it matters because tom Thibodeau will you know distribute the minutes how he wants to but mm-hmm. you know like i told you it's just something about that just makes me feel a little off and 
you know, hey, it's just my, I'm not going to change it. I mean, it's just something about that that makes me feel off, man. You know, I, I want to give Grimes the opportunity to, to continue to grow, continue to start, because I think Quentin Grimes, out of all, all of our young core, I mean, quickly aside, I think Grimes, I think, has the highest ceiling um, compared yeah. even higher than Barrett, man. Uh, it's just that's how yeah. highly I think of Quentin Grimes. Like, I, I truly think this kid is special. His his shot is his, his shot is pure. He's going to be a forty percent three point shooter next season. Knicks fans, I hope you're ready. He's going to shoot the lights out next season, and I'm yeah. speaking it into existence. And I just hope I like that it. I just hope that the Knicks don't screw it up, man. I, yeah, for sure. And that's that's uh, Knicks uh, PTSD. Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> we always yeah. think something wrong is going to go. But um, no, yeah, I agree with Grimes, man. I mean, you saw it. You saw it last season. You know, even in the playoffs, this guy, he's just he's a worker, man, getting hurt, getting that. I keep think, going back to that play on Jimmy Butler when he gets the steal, man, after getting hurt. Um, yeah, I, he has one of the fastest first steps, man, like I've seen in he has a the while. Tools, bro. And, and uh, you know, I always said it. I feel like he plays too fast. But once he yeah. figures that out, he's going to be a problem. Because he's not just shooting. He's trying to drive. He's trying to dunk on people. You know, yep. this guy, he, he has the tools, man. And uh, I think he could definitely take it to a whole nother level. And I feel like you, you know, he's going to he's gonna t- make strides, man. I can't wait. He is. And the guys around him would just make him, him better. Obviously, starting alongside a hopefully all-star this season in Jalen Brunson. I mean, yes. got to make the all-star team this year. Should have been an all-star, man. <laughs> NBA needs to stop disrespecting this dude. I mean, he was hurt for um period of time there and then but yeah, he'll he'll have the guys around him and Hart, DiVincenzo, uh, Brunson, RJ, um RJ Barrett. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts about him going into another year? Um took strides in the playoffs, still super young, and he looked good. In, in, in FIBA, he looked good for Canada. He was, he was, you know, a, a real factor in them winning the bronze medal. So RJ Barrett has another year under him, and you know, hopefully he can blossom into, you know, maybe an All Star status. Don't know if RJ Barrett's ceiling is an All Star. Um, I think that would be, you know, hard for him to um, accomplish. But you know, twenty points a game. I just want to see his his efficiency go up, Chris. That's the only thing with RJ Barrett that I'm worried about. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 what I want to see too. And yeah, I mean, he played really well. Yeah. For for Team Canada, I mean, he had a couple of rough outings. You know, I mean, everybody was clowning him, saying, "Oh, same on RJ," blah blah blah. But if you look at you know his FIBA stats as a whole, he actually had very efficient games. And I think maybe there was one or two games where he he was basically the best player on the court. Yeah. You're talking about you know. Some guys, some guys, right? Shy Gilges, yeah. Alexander, you know, if you want to throw Dylan Brooks in there, I guess, whatever. <laughs> but, like, but, like, if you're talking about a team that has look, look, Shy Dylan on it. Brooks, he sent USA home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he had his moment. That was legit his moment. Like, I think that was probably the best game he had. Um, yeah. Which is insane. I mean, I, I can't know. believe that even happened, but. <laughs> Taylor Brooks, man. Well, yeah. 
Dylan Brooks. I bet you he does not repeat that while while on the Houston Rockets. This guy wanted to square up in the hallway. <laughs> He's trying to square up with with Dylan Brooks. Houston man, you got yourself a player in Dylan Brooks. Oh yeah, can't That's wait to awesome. see that transpire That's right out there. But <laughs> you know, RJ, he definitely looked really good, man. Um, you could you could tell he was working on that shot. Um, he was hitting threes, you know, and uh, FIBA's a whole nother animal, you know. You, you saw with Team USA, they they struggled, you know, yeah. with you know FIBA's catching up. You know, it's not like the old days with the Dream Team. You know, we we heard all of that. But, uh, you know, RJ's hitting his shots. He's been efficient. And you just hope, hope, hope that that translates to the season coming up for the Knicks. Because, again, teams are going to challenge him. They're going to leave him open. They're going to they're going to they're going to want to be proven. Like, show me that three. Show yeah. me you can hit it consistently. And if he if he's shooting it like he did in FIBA, that's just going to open up the floor for everybody. You're right. Look what Miami uh, was doing. They were challenging him to shoot the three. Knicks lost that series because no one can shoot the ball. Uh, nobody. Not just R.J. Barrett. Don't want to single him out. Nobody was shooting the ball well. Right. Um, I think Obi Toppin was shooting the ball kind of well. But, yeah. Yeah, he got his usual 11 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I mean. Um, I miss you- Obi. <laughs> yeah you think we can go a podcast without mentioning Obi Toppin I don't think <laughs> seems so, like man. we mentioned him a lot but I will, I will watch it. I mean, okay I uh, hope you do well in Indiana Obi but yeah man RJ expecting good things out of him Grimes hopefully he stays in that starting role obviously it will be interesting to see if there's a competition and look he will have competition man uh, Josh Hart and I do think Dante DiVincenzo I, w- I don't think Josh Hart will take over that starting shooting guard position. But like you said, I do think Dante DiVincenzo, because he is like a clone of Quentin Grimes. They do things differently, but they do a lot of things similarly. And Josh Hart, I mean, I'm a, excuse me, I'm Dante DiVincenzo, shoots a three at 40%. Last year, he shot the three extremely well. And he's pesky in the defensive, well, defensive end as well. And he has that chemistry with number 11. So I don't know. I, I just hope that, you know, we can somehow figure out a, a system or like a system where all these guys get these minutes. Um, Josh Hart, will he be that backup for? It's looking like it, right, Chris? I mean, it's it's looking like the Knicks are rolling into training camp with Taj Gibson signed. Uh, who who did he sign with? Washington again? Yeah, he re-signed with Washington. I, that's 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 the vet that I wanted the Knicks yeah. to bring back. I mean, I just thought it was perfect. You know. Yeah. We needed a forward. He could, he could slot in the power forward spot if he wanted to. You know, Taj. All of a sudden, he's he's capable of hitting threes. Yeah. You know, I thought it was it'll be a good fade. Tibbs guy all around, but you know, we got Ryan Archidiacono now, and it is what it is. He fills that I guess vet role that uh Derek Rose would have been. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, I think it's good problems, man. Having good problems, Josh Hart, you know, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, you know, I think it should be a competition. It'll be a really good one. But ultimately, I think that's just the flexibility. And I wouldn't be surprised, you know, who knows if the Knicks just play a lot of small ball, you know, try to yeah. beat teams with quick guards and just defensive intensity. I mean, Tibbs must be salivating at the defensive, you know, <laughs> 
assignments he can put out there on teams. So man, it's going to be interesting, man. Tom Thibodeau right now is probably laid up in bed, just drawing up plays, <laughs> looking at film. Man, this this guy, man. Shout out to Thibs, <laughs> man. But, yeah, he's just – look, it's going to be interesting. You know, the Knicks are going to have to play small ball. It, it will work against most teams. It won't work against some teams. And some nights we're going to be on here saying that, look, the Knicks, look, they messed up. They should have signed another power forward. They're too small. Most nights we're going to be on here saying, look, the Knicks can shoot you to death and, you know, shoot you out the gym. And we don't need a backup power forward. It's going to fluctuate throughout the season. But Tom Thibodeau is a key, man. Tom Thibodeau, what are your expectations with him? I mean, what are you? I mean, you know, another (laughs) polarizing guy. You hate him. You love him. I have my thoughts about him. I've said that I think that this is Tom Thibodeau's last season because I do think the Knicks at some point will hit a ceiling and you know sometimes that coach that they hit that ceiling with we just have to get some fresh blood in here because I do think Tom Thibodeau will be that you know like Mark Jackson was in Golden State and get them to the top and then you get that other coach and bring you to the promised land so I don't think especially now with the NBA the way the NBA players are coddled and whatnot I don't think that Tom Thibodeau was suited for today's NBA but I'm not sure that matters because, look, he has done great things as the New York Knicks coach. He has done yeah. amazing things being the head coach of the New York Knicks. He has turned this he's, – he's made our our franchise – I mean, he's turned it around, honestly. You know, he's he's built a culture here. He's, he's set a foundation. So, I don't know. I know fans – you know how Knicks fans are, Chris. They're going to be nights yeah. where, get this guy out of here. I want this guy off my team. Tom Thibodeau sucks. <laughs> His rotations, Quinn Grimes, five, ten minutes. What's going on? You know that's going to happen. Quinn Grimes is going to yeah. play like ten minutes one night, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's that's to be expected. I mean, especially in New York. And you see it with other teams, too. I mean, look at look at Adam in Milwaukee. They let go of a great coach in Budenhausen. Yeah. You know, for, for what? All he did was get them to the playoffs almost every damn year. But, um, you know. A lot of finals it, with them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you want, right? <laughs> like, what more is there to, yeah. after that? I mean, I know you want more, but you know, if you got a coach that got you there, why not keep him? But um, but yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree, especially after the the season the Knicks just recently had. You know, we we made a playoff run. You know, I was kind of surprised that like, you would think maybe the the Knicks would have been like, hey, we're, let's talk to Tibbs, see if we get some sort of extension or something. You know. Mm-hmm. But you haven't really heard anything about that. Yeah. So it starts to make me wonder, at, you know, a little bit at least. That's like, you know, could it be somebody like a Jay Wright coming through? Could it be, you know, who knows? I mean. I honestly don't want that, man. I don't want <laughs> Like, I know the story sounds great. You know, Jay Wright coaching his Nova guys. But I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I want someone <laughs> else. Nova. Yeah, I don't want that, man. I don't. But yeah. Um, yeah, but I do think with Tibbs, I mean, I think I think you're spot on. I think, you know, would I be upset if this was his last season? Mm, depends on who they're bringing in, you know, I wouldn't. I'll tell you but, right. I wouldn't at all because. But I think, like you said, I mean, it's kind of like uh, Tibbs's M.O., right? He he gets the teams going, playing well, consistently, good culture. And then it's almost as if, you know, 
he hits that ceiling or overstays his welcome, whatever it may be. Yeah. And then things go off the rail type of deal. I mean, we've we've kind of had a little bit of both, you know, with Tibbs here so far. You know, overall positive. I think he's done a great job all considering, you know, the roller coaster seasons we've had. Um, but mostly positive, you know. I wouldn't be upset if he stayed, but I think eventually we're going to hit that ceiling and we're just they're just going to need another voice in there, you know, to take him to that next step. But I would love for Tibbs to win, a, you know, a chip. I mean, he's put in a lot of work and, you know, we almost had it last year, right? Could have been in the finals. He has, man. I would love – look, he, I, like I said, I see him staying in, within the organization, you know. Um, yeah. I see him staying within the organization if the Knicks were to go that route. So – Tom Thibodeau, another year under his belt. We have stability, man. I mean, he's been the coach here for, what, four, five years now? Four, yeah. four years going on. So, you know, he has some stability, and it's just going to be interesting whether the Knicks either take that step forward or they take a step back. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I haven't I'm, given my predictions yet, but, you know, I, mean, I have to see how it unfolds in training camp and how the dominoes fall and where Damian Lillard goes and – you know, things can happen in a blink of an eye, man. The East can change on a dime. So, look, October 9th, we open up uh, preseason against the uh, Boston Celtics. It's coming soon, man. It is coming soon. But, Chris, one more last thing we uh, have to touch on. That um, Have you heard of the uh, player by the name of Giannis Antetokounmpo? No, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, refresh your memory. He's just um, one of the best players in the NBA. But no, um, look, it was interesting that he, what was he on a podcast last week? And he said that if um, something along the lines that if Milwaukee can't get the job done, that he's open up pretty much going to somewhere else. And obviously you have the floodgates open up about Giannis coming to New York. I mean, we've only heard that rumor now for what, five years now. Yeah, and then today Ian Begley said the Knicks are going to be monitoring the Giannis Antetokounmpo situation. <laughs> I would think so, right? I mean, Knicks and every other team, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I the, look, there's going to be another team that's going to have better assets to acquire Giannis, but it's going to be interesting if Giannis just look. The Knicks were going to sign his brother. They were interested in signing his brother. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, look. It depends how Milwaukee was the best team in the East last season, last year. So it's going to depend how this year unfolds. Obviously, the Knicks are waiting for that next domino to fall. You have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Donovan Mitchell's name is still being linked to the New York Knicks. I think the Knicks are probably past the Donovan Mitchell talk. Joel Embiid, that's going to be another name to watch. But, you know, hey, pick who you want. It just... It, they're all going to be rumored to come to the New York Knicks, Chris. And it's just at this point as a New York Knicks fan, it's like I'm tired of hearing about it and I just want action. Yeah, like show show it to me. Like honestly. prove it to me. Like I, I want action. Don't tell me about it. Just I wanna see it. Show me the proof, right? Just just bring in the star already. Yeah. I but, want action, uh, man. I don't I don't like I'm <laughs> I'm tired of hearing these rumors. Like I'm I'm over it. Like they're fun. They're fun to talk about. We're still probably going to talk about it. We're talking about them now. So, I mean, <laughs> but I just, look, the Knicks have set themselves up in a perfect position yeah. to acquire one of these guys. Probably in, in, probably better now than in years past. 
with all these assets, these these guards, these young players that can trade away. So hey, maybe the dream is 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 close, Chris. Maybe it's close because Giannis out of the coupon in New York. Oh, oh man! Oh my gosh! I'll get that jersey right now. But <laughs> you know, not for nothing. And I'm and I'm on the boat, same boat with you, man. Like, how many times have we heard LeBron's coming? How many yeah. times we used to hear, you know, Kobe was gonna come? How many times we're gonna hear, you know, insert star name here? I mean, yeah, it gets old. It's it's been old, and we haven't got anybody, right? Nope. <laughs> but um, but Brunson, Brunson, yeah, I mean, and he wasn't uh, supposed to be that, yeah, wasn't. star, you know. Not only that, you know, the Mavs could have just signed him on a cheap contract and kept them, you know. Luckily, that played in our favor. But, you know, with Giannis, the thing that kind of got me was, so, like you said, they wanted to sign his brother, uh, Thanasis, right? Yeah. Who previously had experience being on the Knicks. Former Nick. And to me, that was kind of like, you know, that got me. It was kind of out of the blue, right? I was like, yeah, I mean, they, you know, not. The Knicks weren't a good team when they had the Nassis, but, like, he didn't really get much of a chance. So you'd think maybe he wouldn't even want to come to the Knicks, but there was actually um, a report out there where he said he was heavily weighing going to the Knicks. Yeah, and that I saw made that me too. Think. I was like, hey, hold up. So he maybe he didn't have such a bad experience, or maybe he just, you know, that was a different time, whatnot. Yeah. But kind of, you know, they're brothers. They obviously talk. And um, to me, maybe I'm maybe I'm connecting too many dots here, but you know that kind of tells me that maybe Giannis wouldn't mind coming to New York, you know. So I think he's big on family, you know. He's big on his, with his brothers. Doesn't he have two of them right now in Milwaukee yeah. on the same yeah. team? Yep. I think Giannis was loyal, but I think things have shifted in Milwaukee. So I think now he's starting to chirp a bit. And he's not really liked in, you know, the NBA circles. Like, um, he, he he came out saying that he doesn't like working out with other, you know, players <laughs> really like that because something – I forgot what he said. But – and then he's not really liked around the league, right? Mm. So, I don't know. You know I, mean, it, I personally I, think that's smart. Why do you want to work out with the yeah, players you I like compete that. against and show them their – you know, show them, like – you don't want yeah. them to get the edge on you. I mean, I like it. Yeah, the NBA is becoming like too friendly, like too buddy buddy, too buddy buddy. But too many black ops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think now, look, he he's he's under contract still with the Milwaukee Bucks. It's going to be interesting how that team is this season because have they hit a ceiling? Obviously, they got knocked out by the Miami Heat, but they re-signed pretty much their core. So no one has really significantly significantly left. So Giannis is still on the Bucks, but it's a name to watch. Obviously, with Joel Embiid still, we still have the James Harden situation. It's going to be interesting if Harden even shows up to training camp. But <laughs> we're focused on the Knicks. Obviously, you have the superstars being rumored to the Knicks. Dame, who knows? Giannis, maybe in a year or two. I don't know, Hopefully. man. <laughs> Listen, the day that trade goes yeah. down, man. Oh, get it. Ooh, line, up, line up for the parade. Line up. The NBA is not ready for the Knicks to be great again. I'm telling you right now, man. Knicks I'm fans right are hungry. We got a, <laughs> we got a little taste last season versus Miami Heat. We just needed that one superstar to bring us over the hump. Yeah. 
Oh, man, man. I'm ready, Chris. I'm ready to I'm go ready. to the promised land. I'm ready to cash in the chips. I'm, I am, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I can't wait for the season to start, man. I, 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 need, I need some basketball, man. I need some NBA basketball. What are you mostly excited for? Just the season in general? Seeing the Knicks or just, you know. <laughs> you know what? Brunson, I, another year. Yes. I yeah. want to see another year of Jalen Brunson, man. It's just uh, the footwork, you know, the just having a competent point guard, man. Like, again, yeah. I, I can't say it enough how good it feels to have an actual point guard on the New York Knicks. I mean, this isn't past their prime, you know, X-star, nothing like that. We got a prime time guy on a very good contract <laughs> yeah. that we got to take advantage of again. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I digress. I mean, Jalen Brunson. I mean, I'm excited to see the whole entire team because, honestly, I think, uh, you know, not making many changes is only going to help us. You know, a lot of teams yeah. kind of, you know, remodeled their teams. You know, you mm-hmm. got the Celtics made some big moves with Porzingis, training smart, you know, a lot of pieces that were moved around. And I think, you know, it takes time to gel, right? So for the Knicks, you know, they have some new pieces, sure, but it shouldn't be enough where, you know, they're taking a month or two to gel or anything like that. So I think that's an advantage for us. For sure. I'm excited for it all. I'm excited for the bring on the rumors, bring on the haters, <laughs> bring on the lovers. Knicks fans, man, we're some of the best fans in the world. I'm excited that, you know, media day is coming up, training camps coming up, some of the most exciting times, the beginning of the NBA season is approaching man and look we're back we're we back. took some time off we're back we're back doing nicks we're back talking about it we're back doing the things that we love and obviously if any other news item hits the fan a quickly extension a julius rando trade <laughs> we'll be on here uh we'll be on here talking about it spin out some some hot takes and the year's just getting started, man. I'm excited, Chris. Let's go. Me too. And for all of y'all out there in Knicks Nation, you know, reach out to us. Ask us some questions. You got any yes. questions? We'll answer them. We love hearing from you guys. So please, you know, ask away. <laughs> ask away, man. Uh, hit the comments below. You know, reach out on Twitter at Knicks Nation. Chris's Twitter is at C Alvarez421. My personal Twitter is at Anthony D. Isaacs. But yeah, man, this has been episode 19 of the Knicks Nation podcast. The New York Knicks are back. We're back. We're excited. We'll be on here. Probably doing, what, weekly episodes? Yeah. Maybe, you know, double weekly episodes during training camp, live streams, the whole shebang. I'm Anthony, man. That is Chris. We will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time. Mm-hmm.